the we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome to the Exxon, everyone. I am Rob McConnell, coming to you from our broadcast center and studios in Crystal Beach, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV. To find out when the Exxon is aired on the Exxon Broadcast Network, just go to www.xzbn.net. But I'll tell you, it airs Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 p 2 a.m. Eastern. And if for all the programming information on the Exxon TV channel, which is exclusive to Simul TV, visit www.simultv.com. Just before I get to our first guest tonight, I'll have a few notices to uh, to do. Starting Monday, June the 15th this year, uh, we are launching our fourth or fifth. TV, uh, radio channel here in Ontario. It's CBR TV, and uh, it's uh, going to be produced here in our studios. Uh, I'm going to be the morning man. I, they talked me into it. The name of the show is um, It's a New Day Morning Show, and I'll be the host Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. Eastern until 9 a.m. Eastern. And the programming of, the, of our new channel, CBR TV, is... News, talk, music, and uh, and late night programming. So from seven o'clock in the morning until nine o'clock at night, you're going to have news, you're going to have music, you're going to have talk programming, and then from nine o'clock at night to seven o'clock in the morning, late night programming. And of course, that includes the X Zone Radio TV show with yours truly, and then of course my good buddy and my good friend. Kevin Randall is going to be doing a different perspective. So there you go. That's just two of the shows that we have. And like I said, I'm going to be waking up you people here from our broadcast center and studios in Crystal Beach on the all-new CBR-TV radio channel. All right. My guest this hour is Dr. Shelley Kerr. And uh, she is a past-life regressionist uh, and practitioner in private practice for over 20 years. 
Shelley received her Ph.D. in parapsychic science from the American Institute of Holistic Theology and is a certified clinical hypnotherapist. Master hypnotist, let's try that one again, master hypnotist, and master practitioner of neurolinguistic programming. Her work has been featured on William Shatner's Weird or What? Her website, www.pastlifelady.com. And uh, Shelly, welcome back to the Exxon. Rob, how are you doing? You know, I'm doing pretty darn good. Um, both Laura and I were tested for the COVID. We are both negative. Our, you know, everything is great here. Um, miss the family. Can't deny that. But, you know, we're all doing what we need to do in order to keep everybody safe and sound. So besides that, everything is just hunky and her pet Dory. How about yourself? All is well here. So, yes, I agree. We are blessed. So, you know, it's onwards and upwards from here, I think. We truly are. Listen, um, I, I see you've got a new book uh, for, uh, for I should say, a new cover for your book, Past Lives with Pets. What's the book about? This is my new release that just came out. It is about um, clients who came to see me over the past 20 years uh -huh. occasionally would discover that they see their pet in a past life regression. Usually they're coming for something else. And then they go, oh my gosh, look, there's Fido. I've known him in the 1700s. And so it turns out to be a, a very healing and pleasant experience for people. So it's case studies of people who knew their pets, Rob. Now, do, is, is there a connection that, that we keep on through our lives uh, throughout time where we have the same people in our lives, the same pets in our lives? How does it work, Shelley? I do believe that we do travel in soul groups and that many of the people that we're encountering in our daily life are people that we've known before. And so I, especially after talking to the clients that I've talked to over the years, the pets really are included in that because your relationship with your pet is special. You, you know, that's somebody who has your back, who's your best friend, who's with you all the time. I mean, they are often part of your soul group and they do return to you just like people do. Now, when you say souls, how would you define the soul to a person who may not have ever heard that expression before? Or they, they've heard it, but they just don't know how it applies to them. To me, the soul is the aspect of the person that's non-physical, that's going to go on from here. And I believe in reincarnation, so I believe that, you know, we've been around the block a few times before. And when we leave this physical body, which we're, you know, taking out on loan for a period of time, we are then going to go into spirit and potentially come back again later on down the line. So do we ever stop coming back? Do we ever get that eternal rest that we all seek? I think that's... It's really funny because a lot of people in the spiritual community act like, well, this is going to be my last life. And, yeah. You know, we're trying to do good so we don't have to come back. Um, I, I don't know that I, I really see it like that. I think our lives are, I mean, they're not easy. I mean, we know that, but it's kind of an adventure, you know? I mean, so I feel like we're here to learn and grow. And I mean, certainly, I guess, I guess it's a belief system that we graduate eventually hopefully into higher levels and maybe more peaceful things. But I think the challenges are kind of what makes it interesting. So based on, your, exper based on your experience, Shelley, where do we start? Where do we originally come from? Wow. 
This is really cerebral today, Rob. Um, I thought about this through, I guess, most recently through the Edgar Casey life readings. Mm-hmm. Edgar Casey believed that we were like a little ball of energy out in the universe. And then at some point we decided to manifest in physical form to experience different lessons and learnings. And so I guess over the years, I've probably come to adopt some aspect of that belief as well. That maybe we were once just all part of some, you know, the cosmic soup or something, and somehow we manifested, and here we are. But if that's the case, would there be? Would we be? In, in would we be part of a scripted uh, event that keeps on coming back? Because if we're just part of the cosmic soup, why does there seem to be so much reason, so much rhyme, to our existence? Yeah, you're kind of speaking to the question that I think we all struggle with is, mm-hmm. you know, what is the meaning of my life? Why am yeah. I here? Is this preordained? And did I plan these things before I arrived? And I don't know if we've talked about on this this on this program or not, but many years ago I went to India and some readers gave me a leaf reading when they didn't know anything about me but my fingerprint. Yeah. And they ended up telling me some really um some things about myself that only I would have known, they would never have known. I didn't say anything about them. And so it made me start to believe that there is a potential that some of the things that we're doing here, we have planned those in advance. And then I started developing a process that I was taking some of my hypnotherapy clients through where I would take them to the moments just before they chose to be born in their current lifetime to meet with God or their higher power or however it is that they perceived, you know, the omnipotent force that put us here Mm -hmm. and actually have a conversation. Like what, what are my lessons? What am I getting ready to go learn about in this lifetime? And sure enough, they could have a conversation there. So, but then there still gets into this whole, this discussion, this idea of free will. Don't we have free will? Because at one point I really believed in when I was much younger that potentially you know, if I just want things to be better, I just have to start thinking that way. And then automatically things are going to show up that are better and that I was in full control over the things that are going on in my life. And so somehow over the years, mm-hmm. I've adapted the idea that some things I believe have to be preordained because like you said, they're too coincidental. Right. There's, there's so much synchronicity. And then other things maybe you're kind of a surprise, kind of like if we had a map and we were going to drive between, you know, Hamilton, Ontario and Niagara Falls, there's mm-hmm. a road there. We know the gas station we're going to stop at. But the reality is that there's some little surprises along the way that maybe will come up. So I, I think that's kind of where I'm at with that at this point in my life. All right. Stand by, Shelley. You and I have to take our first break. Exxon Nation, Dr. Shelley Kerr is our special guest this hour. Lady. Dot com, and we'll continue this fascinating uh, conversation on the other side as we continue investigating the world of the paranormal, the science of parapsychology, asking the questions and seeking the answers. I'm Rob McConnell, and if you'd like to find out more about our new radio channel, CBR-TV, here in Ontario, and it's going to be around the world, we have correspondents as well as hosts from around the world, visit our website at www.cbrtv.net. We officially launch on June the 15th, 2020. Don't go away. 
Dr. Shelley Kerr is my special guest of this hour, Exxon Nation. Her website is www.pastlifelady.com. Shelley, does coincidence play, play a part in our lives, or does the fact that this may be pre-planned, this negates the possibility of coincidence? Yeah, I think that if if it was pre-planned, mm-hmm. then the thing that we're calling coincidence, it feels like what we would call a coincidence because there's some aspect of the soul that's in alignment with what's happening that maybe because it was already planned. Right. So it's kind of a catch-22 there. That That is an interesting thing to think about. Yeah. And... I guess I was upset when I thought that these astrologers were telling me things about myself, Rob, that were so profound they knew my dad's name. They couldn't even speak English, and they pronounced a very strange name, exactly how it sounded. And, and that they said, this is your father's name in this lifetime. And when they said that, it was so shocking. I almost fell out of my chair, and I said, these people seem to know something about me. I don't, I, I'm on the other side of the world right now in Delhi, India. I've never met these people before, but they claimed that I was going to show up to their offices. I think it was right before my 34th birthday. And then they told me all these other things that were going to happen in my life. And I said, oh, my God, you know, I was super upset. I said, this is this is nonsense. This this can't be happening. I know we have free will here. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, yeah, you, you do have some free will. You can struggle against it. But there are things that are in place. And so you can either choose to struggle against them and make things more difficult. Or you can just, you know, get on the river and just flow with it. And your life will go more smoothly, coincidentally, as like you were talking about. If we, if our lives are pre-planned, why is it that some people die at such an early age? Why would anyone want to plan a childhood death? I don't know. That's the thing. We just don't understand mm. some things. And I don't think we can put cause and effect on every single thing that happens, you know, like, look at what's going on in the world now. I mean, this is so crazy. All the tragedies that are coming out of this thing. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like some things are just happening and they, you know, we have no control over these things. But, but once again, if cause and effect are not part of our present existence, then that also negates the possibility of of our existence being pre-planned. That's true. I mean, I, I guess yeah. I've thought about, in terms of this this current situation, I feel like um, I feel like I agreed to be here during this time, um, and different challenges that have come to me during my life. I've I probably have subscribed to the idea of believing in past lives and things and this idea that we're here to learn lessons mm-hmm. because it's helped me make sense of some of these things like the things you're mentioning now that just simply don't make any sense that that there's got to be a reason why these things are happening but yet in a human form I just feel like people don't have we we can't understand like the machine can't understand itself we can't possibly understand God or source or spirit or whatever you call that animating force. I I don't feel like Mm -hmm. we really understand it. And I don't know that we ever really will until we get there because you do have to look around and say, why are these people suffering? Why is this happening? This is so horrible. 
And for me, it somehow has helped me to come to terms with things that are very difficult to come to terms with over the years. Is it possible that we look at these aspects and we come up with the reasoning of, of um, let me see, what's the, what's the wording I'm looking here? Uh, is it possible that we're using the, the hypothesis of past lives, the hypothesis of uh, predestination, predestined life, to make ourselves feel better about what we're experiencing? There's no doubt. I mean, that's the basis, not only for this conversation, uh -huh. but for all world religions. I think that people are here, we see suffering, we see death, we know that there's one thing where we all have in common, which is we are not going to get out of this thing alive. And from the beginning of time, I think mankind's looked to the stars, they've looked to the signs, the animals, and has tried to make sense of this to kind of quell the natural fear mm -hmm. that would be born up within somebody about the fact that you are eventually going to meet your end. I mean, it's, it's too big of a concept to really hold in consciousness when we are just mere mortals here. And I think we turn to these things and we create these constructs in our mind, including regression. I've always said, you know, I can't prove to anybody that my belief in reincarnation is mm -hmm. real or that, you know, we've lived in past lives before or, you know, are we tapping into the collective consciousness or did I watch something on TV when I was a kid and now I've regurgitated it? Right. You know, there's no way to prove any of these things or really most of the things that we talk about on a program like this. And I think we put these things and we try to make our best I don't want to say guess, but yeah, right. we're really just putting our best effort to try to explain something so that we can become more peaceful about our inevitable um, demise. And we want to feel like we matter. And we want to feel like, you know, really, when you think about even if we live to be 100, that's just a blip on the radar screen of, you know, how long the Earth's actually been there. We're here for such a short period of time. And yet I feel, you know, we want to feel like what we're doing matters and that this isn't all for naught in some strange experiment, you know? Are we looking for a reason to, to justify our existence or are we looking for an excuse to, to explain our actions? Wow. Um, probably both. Yeah. I mean, we want to justify ourselves but yet, you know, we could get into the whole discussion about religions mm -hmm. and their role in trying to keep people under control so that our actions hopefully would be along the lines of what society wants in terms of rules and following directions with this idea that there's going to be a divine punishment coming if we don't behave in a certain way. I think that some then rebel against that. Um, but others will fall into line and right. say, well, I better do this or that so that I, you know, don't burn in the fires or whatever people believe. I don't personally, mm -hmm. I, I feel, I, I guess I've just never really believed that we're going to go burn in the fires. I think we create those places for ourselves on earth while we're here by torturing ourselves mentally. I, I think way back when, when we had no concept of what lies on the other side of the of the uh, of the horizon we had to come up with some sort of reason why we exist who we are 
And we look at down and we see the ground, so we can't come from there. But when you look up in the sky, there, there are those beautiful stars at night. There's the sun in the during the day, um, and and I think that we had to come up with some sort of explanation for what was going on. And I believe that this is why there are so many different religions, and religion is a philosophy, and a philosophy is a thought and a belief of, of existence. Not saying it's true, not saying it's false, but it gives you, I would, I guess, a, a direction and, and, and a reason, you know. Uh, the stories of the Bible, well, they're really not bad stories. Uh, yeah, you know, they're kind of rough. And when we look at the Old Testament, we've got a very mean deity called God compared to the, the very soft, compassionate, and loving deity called God in the New Testament. Um, I, I've said this many times, Shelley, that, that if God were here today, he should be tried as... Uh, for all the all the crimes against humanity, that if the Bible is true, that he has caused over the years, you know, you've got the the people that were destroyed in Sodom and Gomorrah, and 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 all the other examples. And if in fact God is the Father, God is the Creator. Man, we're His children. You don't do that to your own children, for goodness sake. You don't kill them just because they don't follow what you say. You lead by example. You teach with love. And, you know, where does all this fit in? In my opinion, it fits in at the beginning where people needed to understand what the heck was going on. There was no science. There was no physics. There was no quantum mechanics. There was nothing back then. In fact, what would have happened? What would our lives be, our religious philosophies be, if at the time all this happened, when we poof, appeared on this planet, we came with the knowledge that we have today, how different would religions around the world be written? How differently would they be followed? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we wouldn't need them. I mean, because everything you're saying is true. Yeah. I mean, there people are torturing each other yep. in the name of God. I just got back from the Holy Land uh, early March. I think we had talked about this before. And when I was there, I mean, you've heard about this for years, but you're standing there going, okay, we can't go over into this zone because these people mm -hmm. are running it. And these people are running this zone and you can't go here or there. And I'm like, you know, to me, it's like, you can have it. I, I don't know. I don't understand. They all have the same fundamental beginnings but these little differences have caused how many of thousands of Way deaths? too many. Shelley, please stand by. You and I have to take our break for the news at the bottom of the hour. And Exonation, Dr. Shelley Care is my special guest. And if you'd like to find out more about Dr. Care and the great work she has done over the years and the people that she's helped, visit her website at www.pastlifelady.com. This is the Exon. I am Rob McConnell. Dr. Care and I return after this news break. Don't go away.
Dr. Shelley Kerr is our special guest, Exxon Nation, www.pastlifelady.com. And uh, don't forget, Monday, June the 15th, Starting at 7 o'clock in the morning is the launch of our brand new radio channel, and uh, it is CBR TV. We're broadcasting it live right here uh, from our broadcast center and studios in Crystal Beach, Ontario, Canada. You can go visit the site. We are running test signals now. Uh, plenty of great music there, by the way, and... Uh, Always something for someone at www.cbrtv.net. Dr. Shelley Kerr is here. I love talking to Shelley. It's always a great pleasure having you on the show, Kelly. And Shelley, and you've traveled all over the world. You've seen many sites that the majority of us will never see. You've experienced so many wonderful things. How has karma played a part in your life? Oh my gosh, Rob. I have loved talking to you over the years as well. You and I are on the same page. I want to say that first. <laughs> um, I am totally blessed that I have been able to see a lot of this world, especially as we're sitting here right now wondering if we're ever going to get to go back out there again. Um, I think that it is my karma that has propelled me to hop in planes with a very little notice and just show up in different places yeah. because these are the places that I had, I believe that I had lived in past lives. And there was just something within me that was calling me to go over there. I could have potentially gotten some of this from the travel channel. I don't know, but I've just met some really interesting people over the years. And I, I started realizing that when people do travel, sometimes completely outside of their conscious awareness, they'll start having spontaneous past life memories pop up, even if they're just going over to the next town over from where they live, you know, or when you meet certain people or when you're around certain like artifacts and museums and things. So I feel like the soul on some level wants to encounter the people that the soul is familiar with and places and mm -hmm. objects and different things, which is probably why people use gemstones and so I've been really into that as well. But for me, I just felt really um, cosmically pushed to get in planes and go all over the place. And I'm very, very thankful for it now because it's probably not something I would be able to do forever. And especially, obviously, not, not anymore right now. Well, I, for one, hope that you continue to do this for many years to come because the world needs people like you, Shelley. So thank you for what you do. Likewise, Rob, you are amazing. People um, need to have these conversations. Isn't that what it's about, communicating, sharing ideas, sharing concepts? We're doing the same thing here in the, tw in the 21st century that people used to do hundreds of years ago, except you and I are doing it through the, through the technology of digital communication compared to sitting around a campfire and sharing stories. This is how we learn. This is how we grow. This is how we exchange information, give new concepts, give new ideas to others. This is how we help everyone pull the string for the light to go on. Absolutely. And I think the technology is kind of a real blessing because mm -hmm. we can connect with people all over the world. We never would have been so connected with yeah. before. And that's really amazing. What was it in your life, Shelley, that 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 moment where 
everything made sense. Everything that you had been looking for, everything that you had wondered. I don't mean the entire picture, but, but the part of the puzzle that you had been seeking for so many years. What was that part, and where did you find it? Wow, this is really deep. Um, along the lines of what we talked about before the break, mm-hmm. I mentioned that the leaf readers had given me information and that I was very upset when I discovered that potentially my life was preordained. And so this sent me into kind of a tailspin for many years that right. I really couldn't quite get out of because it kind of knocked my belief systems um, on their head. And so in 2019, I had a very unique opportunity. I got enrolled in a meditation program at the Vipassana Center that's south of Dallas in this town called Kaufman. And I checked myself in there for 10 days. You have to go through very strict protocol of following moral constructs, um, eating proper foods, no talking, no communication with the outer world. And you're checking yourself into a dorm, myself and about 40 or 50 other women uh, on one side. And then the men are on the other side of this huge temple, eight hours of meditation a day on a cushion and no eating food after like six o'clock in the evening. And so it was very difficult. Um, I do love to talk. We all know that. (laughs) And nobody believed that I could keep my mouth shut for that long. But I went to that temple and I started a very deep unraveling that was so profound. I'm so, I mean, I'm so grateful for this experience. I don't think I would be doing as well right now if it wasn't for this. We were locked in there. Everybody now is all sequestered. And I think they haven't had the proper training. We were sequestered in this place. And you think, my God, this sounds really boring. There is no dogma. There's no religion. Mm -hmm. He's saying, breathe out of your nose, notice the breath and see what happens. So you're thinking, my God, I'm going to be bored to tears. Sure. But then, you know, all these old thoughts start coming up. And and then later, you know, you're sitting there for eight hours. You start to have a pain and they're asking you to please just sit as still as you can. This excruciating pain starts to bubble up. And it hurts so bad, you're like, I just don't think I can I can sit still any longer. But if you sit still, that pain will get removed and it starts to just go poof and it disappears. And what the teaching is teaching you is that when you're in the middle of the darkness and you think you can't hang on anymore, if you just sit still, the one thing that's constant in this universe, aside from our eventual demise, is this idea of change. Everything is moving. Everything is changing. Mm-hmm. And at every given moment, everything, if you're at rock bottom, which God knows many of us are, we are going to come out of it because it has to change. And so that experience, I I was just really guided that there was something about it that was going to be so important for me. And when we've been in this latest chapter of our lives that we're currently in with this pandemic, I just say thank you, God, every single day because I feel like I'm in a lot better mental place to help other people right now because I know what it's like to be locked up in a room. I mean, I did it to myself, but there's still some things I learned about that that are making me more peaceful. And so I'm really just trying to put more content out there to help others know that it's going to be okay. We, I know it doesn't seem like it is, but just hang in there. I promise you it's going to get better. And I experienced that on a very deep level in this, in this place. And the things that were upsetting me from many years earlier, they kind of just kind of resolved themselves. And then that's when I started 
putting some books out and getting back out into public. I hadn't been in public for years. I kind of went, went away for a while because I was just kind of digesting all of these things. And so I'm just so grateful. And um, I just want to say to the Exo Nation, I know we're in a dark place, but please hang on. Please hang on. I promise you yeah. it has to get better. Just a little note here before we uh, uh, carry on. I just received this from uh, Craig on the other side of the glass. Niagara Regional Police are asking for the public's assistance in the Thorold St. Catharines area right now. Apparently a large sum of money had been found in Thorold and an honest citizen returned the money to the police. But no one has any idea who the money belongs to. So if you have any idea or if you know of a person who lost a substantial amount of money in the St. Catharines Thorold area today, please contact the Niagara Regional Police and help them bring that money back to its rightful owner. Dr. Shelley Kerr is my special guest, www. Are you ready for this explanation? Because I know you've got your pencils and paper ready. Pastlifelady.com. Um, Shelley, how, what, what is it like when a person comes out of the past life regression that you've done with them and they realize that they've done this before? They've had a life before, if not more than one. How does this affect them? Under normal circumstances, they've at least sought it out, and so it's not so much of a surprise. They do, they do tend to be surprised, though, by what they find. Mm -hmm. But many years ago, um, you reminded me of a story. My friend's husband wanted to make fun of me and debunk me, and so he said, hey, I want you to give me a past life regression. Well, he was a confirmed atheist, meaning he doesn't believe there's anything beyond this life. Yep. And so he just assumed that he was going to be able to make fun of me. And uh, so I took him on a little journey and he did zap back into his life in the Civil War because he was one of these um, Confederate reenactors. But in his regression, he actually saw himself as a Union soldier. And when he came out of that, he, he was just his jaw was dropped open. He just didn't have a lot of words for it, and he never said another word to me again because it, it, it kind of pulled the rug out from his belief in nothingness because if you see something like that, you would obviously have to assume that potentially we're going on from here, folks. So it was very interesting. All right, Shelley, stand by. You and I have to take our final break. And explanation, the telephone number for the Niagara Regional Police yeah, their St. Catharines headquarters is 905-688-4111 and ask for extension 5744. That's 905-688-4111, extension 5744. Dr. Kerr and I will be back on the other side of this break as we wrap up this hour here in the X-Zone with yours truly, Rob McConnell, from our broadcast center and studios in Crystal Beach, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away.
Welcome back, everyone. Dr. Shelley Kerr is my special guest, and her website is pastlifelady.com. During the commercial break, you and I were talking about uh, technology, Shelley, and, and you're now giving online classes. Tell us about that. Yes. Uh, like everybody else in society, my schedule was canceled this year, mm. Rob. I had a whole travel schedule. I was going to be out teaching my uh, Egyptian energy healing classes, but they obviously are not happening. So finally, I am offering certification classes online. I probably should have done it years ago, but I'm doing it now. And I'll probably start some past life regression certifications either in June or July. So um, it's just part of the journey. We're all learning how to Zoom and how to get online yeah. with all of this. So, um, Let me ask you an off-the-wall question here, Shelley. What do you think about these people who are going out and are basically saying, you know what, if I get the COVID virus, I get it. I'm not going to comply with any of these regulations when it comes to social distancing. I don't want to wear a mask. How do you take that? And what is your opinion? Well, you mentioned the person who returned all the money to the police, even yeah. though they don't know who it belongs to. That's what I would call good karma. But this other, um, I'm just going to say it's probably anything. But, I mean, people need to realize we are all connected. Yes. And if this situation doesn't let you know that every single action that you're taking is affecting some, somebody else, then I just really don't know what to think of this. Some people think, oh, you're violating my civil rights. I mean, but if you're not alive, you're not going to have civil rights. And then I think they forget, you know, the flu may, it, it does kill a lot of people every year, but We've had a, over 100,000 people in the United States just in the last couple of months have passed mm -hmm. away. I mean, this is a problem. And I think people need to be more respectful. You want to go out, fine. But, you know, stay away from each other and wear a mask. I think it's horrible. So You were mentioning uh, Egyptian energy classes. What, what yes. are they? What are they? That kind of struck an interest in me when you said Egyptian, and I and as soon as you said that, I, I had an image of the of the three pyramids at Cheops, and then it flashed to a an image of a um, of a of the mask of Tutankhamun, and then I got an image of the Sphinx. So, what are these energy classes about? Wow, that is so cool. Um, back in 2000, I had gone to Egypt, and mm -hmm. when I came home, I had a near-death experience, and that's really how I became an energy healer. I started having healing energies in my hands. So I developed a couple little techniques in the early 2000s, but then um, in 2019, my book, Edgar Casey's Egyptian Energy Healing, came out. I was digging in the Edgar Casey Life Readings, and I had a vision of Casey had named these symbols and I saw that I was supposed to draw them. And these are based on Edgar Casey's past lives as the Egyptian high priest Rata. So this is a method that I channeled that's been published by the Edgar Casey Foundation. And so you get um, activated into these nine healing symbols. You can read the book and get them, but this, the classes I'm teaching online now are actually certifying people who want to become practitioners of this to do this for others. And then I developed another method called Pythagorean healing, which is similar. Very, these are very fast techniques. They go through the crown of the head. And so each one of, I've got three Pythagorean healing books now out and each book teaches a brand new healing technique. And so I've got students who are studying with me for six months to a year and every month we're going through another one of these methods that I've developed together 
as a group on a Zoom call. And then sometime, by the grace of God, you know, next year, if we get to get together again, we'll do some live events too. But, you know, as far as I'm concerned right now, you know, I'm, I'm in here for the duration for the rest of 2020, it looks like. So I feel really fortunate that through the Zoom class, which I had been really hesitant to but I'm able to reach people all over the world, right. like even people in the Exo Nation, if they want to take the class, they're going to have classes with me personally, who I never maybe would have ever gotten to meet before. And so I just think it's a huge blessing. And it's been a, a complete joy to teach this, especially because I've I'm, I'm been doing a lot of um, like Facebook Live or something. I can't see anyone. Right. So just getting into the Zoom room. I mean, that's actually been super fun just to get to really know some of the people. And it has been a real joy. So I'm going to be offering lots and lots of classes coming up um, that people can check out in the future. Because now, once this is done, I'm going to probably keep doing them. You know, sure. I like it. Now, when these when you're doing these courses, can people actually record their class with you? Yeah, we're recording them. Yeah, I pre-recorded a webinar that everybody watches, and then uh -huh. during the, these calls, um, we do Q and A sessions, and then we do a kind of group healings. I'm recording them, excellent, and I'm building it into a platform, so we'll have a whole learning library people can watch, and then there'll be live events with me that they can come connect with me, and we'll just become like a big community of healers who kind of hang out virtually. Where do you see the future of healing once this pandemic and once this stay-at-home and isolation and social distancing is, is, has been released because the, the vaccine for this dreaded COVID-19 has been found, it's worked, and people are getting back to normal, whatever normal will be. I think to a certain degree, um, I mean, it is going to be good when th those things happen. I just think it's going to take a while. Mm -hmm. And I think in the interim, you know, I'm hearing from a lot of my students are saying, well, you know, this is so great. I can just learn what I want to learn. I can still talk to the teacher, but I'm in my house. I didn't have to pay for an airplane ticket. I didn't have to buy a hotel room. I didn't have to go get food or whatever. And I think that it's going to probably, I, I mean, to a certain degree, I really believe it's going to permanently change like the kinds yeah. of things that I'm doing. And when I teach, I have to teach. You know, we can do distance healing, which is very powerful. If somebody's living in a house with people who they can work on, they can do one-on-one -on -one healing. But I think the days of one-on-one -on -one healing are pretty much over. And, and I hadn't really even been doing a lot of that anyway. Most of my work has been distance for many, many years because I reach so many different people around the world on the radio that I've been doing phone regressions and phone healings for people all over for many, many years. And so I just think this is probably be, going to become more of a permanent way of life that if you want to spend your hard earned dollars flying around, you're going to want to go to the beach or, you know, go do something, sure, but probably exactly. not taking a class. I mean, what do you think? I don't know. I think it's a great idea. And I think that it's a great benefit for not only you, but for the people who, you know, they look at, they want to take your course, but then they look at the cost of travel airfare, ground transportation, lodging, food and beverage, uh, who's going to take care of the kids. And there are, so many, there are so many things that thanks to technology and thanks to your ability and your willingness to, to mold your courses for the betterment of everyone. I, I think you've got a great winning formula there, Shelley. I think it has been a blessing. So I just know that um, I'm trying to keep them very affordable. Uh -huh. And I agree. I mean, it costs a, a lot of money for people to fly out of town. Yeah. And then what if I don't come to your city? I mean, there just would have been no way to meet people. And I just feel like I have a chance to meet so many people, and I'm so grateful. Any new books in the offing? 
Um, I will be putting out uh, a Pythagorean healing level four, probably around the beginning of August. And then I do have some more Egyptian healing books that will be coming out with some techniques that I've kept in the drawer for many years. Next year with Llewellyn Worldwide, I've got a new book called um, Heal Your Ancestors to Heal Your Life, Wow! which is going to be my genealogical regressions that I have been doing for people where we don't go into our own past lives. We actually right. can go into the pasts of our ancestors and we send them light and healing. And then that cellularly starts to bring healing to us. And so How that's going to be coming out in 2021 from Llewellyn. How fantastic is that? Mm-hmm. I'm excited about it. Shelley, we've got about uh, two minutes left. What are your final thoughts and what message would you like to share with the Exxon Nation tonight? I just hope that the Exxon Nation is hanging in there, hunkering down, staying safe, and just knowing that um, even as we start to come out of our houses, we still have so many problems that were created as a result of having to stay home. Yeah. And it may seem insurmountable, but to please hang in there because I see the light at the end of the tunnel, and I hope that, that the Exxon Nation does too. And the light at the end of this tunnel is not an oncoming train. Yay! <laughs> That's good. There are so many things that go on each and every day of a person's life, Shelley. Whether they turn right, whether they turn left, whether they stop at this restaurant or that, whether they, you know, whether they they call someone who who may not expect their call, and it seems that each and every choice that we make has a cause and effect. Any words of wisdom on that? Yes, because if you're getting a vibe, you need to call somebody. You know, it happens again and again. What if that person was really depressed or yeah, something exactly. and you kept them from taking an action? So, yes, we have to reach out. We have to follow those inner hunches to the best of our ability, choosing left or right at every moment. That's how we unfold our destiny, by deciding what is the best choice for me in this moment and then just moving forward. Dr. Shelley Kerr, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Always a great pleasure. Congratulations on your books. And I love the idea that you are going to be teaching your classes around the world. And take care of yourself. And once again, explanation, if you'd like to contact Dr. Shelley Kerr, visit her website at www. Are you ready with your pens and pencils? www.pastlifelady.com. Dot com. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as we continue here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Crystal Beach, Ontario, Canada. Mark this on your calendar, June the 15th, 2020, 7 a.m., the official launch of CBR-TV right here in Crystal Beach, Ontario. I'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. Don't go away. 